Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. This is Liberty Council's 21st annual Friend or Foe Christmas campaign. We're going to be talking about it on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council. Joining me is Holly Mead. Holly, it's amazing. Liberty Council was founded in 1989, but 21 years ago, after the founding of Liberty Council, we launched what we now call the Friend or Foe Christmas campaign. Now, we had been involved in Christmas issues before, mm -hmm. 21 years ago. We had been involved in these issues from the very founding of Liberty Council in 1989, but we launched a specific campaign entitled expressly Friend or Foe Christmas Campaign because we wanted to focus on education when necessary litigation to ensure that religious viewpoints are not censored from Christmas and the holiday themes. And you know, Matt, I'm always pleased to see the media is always very interested in this campaign that we do every year, as well as people are also very interested in our naughty and nice list. They print it out, they take it very seriously, they give us comments or suggestions. So people really, um, you know, take this seriously, and I think that's a great thing. Well, you know, I remember there are certain times where the friend or foe Christmas campaign was more in the media, and the reason why it was more in the media than it is now, and that's a good thing, mm -hmm. is that there were more resistance. More censorship. More yeah. censorship, and the friend or foe Christmas campaign was able to push back on some of that. Mm -hmm. And so the good news is there's less censorship, but there's still censorship. So you can't just assume that it's over and that the Christmas war has been won. Right. In fact, even this year, we had um, we intervened in Wauwatosa, Wisconsin, and emailed uh, or sent a demand letter to them because they were trying to censor Christmas. Yeah. In fact, you know, uh, we remember uh, when Fox News, when some of the evening commentators, in fact, the one commentator that's no longer on Fox News anymore, uh, he picked up this uh, Christmas campaign, War on Christmas. Remember, mm -hmm. Fox News was covering this War on Christmas, War on Christmas. Mm -hmm. And it was something that we had started to bring to the public light before that, and it got this huge public acknowledgement. And then I remember uh, one of the uh, evening news pundits said, oh, well, because of him and his uh, talking about the War of Christmas, We've won the war in Christmas, so mm, took credit for it, so. said it's all over with, you know, we've won it, let's go on to something else. Pretty naive. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad that they were focusing on it, and we have continued to focus on it, but I can say clearly that we have seen a huge change over 21 years since we launched this specific friend or foe campaign. We focus on three areas. One, the public sector. Two, the private sector with regards to the workplace. And three, the private sector with regards to the retail marketplace. Mm -hmm. And the retail marketplace is the naughty and nice list. So on the public sector, we have focused on the fact that you can have nativity scenes on public property. A government property, for example. You have city halls and whatnot that will have a, a nativity scene there. And then you have, you know, your ACLU, those atheists that try every year to try to eradicate those and say, no, you've got to take that down. You can't 
promote religion on Christ's birthday celebration. And, you know, even before 2022, which I'll talk about, a big change occurred. But before that time, we were very successful at defending uh, entities, like the most recent one was in Indiana, where we defended two different uh, local governments that mm -hmm. had traditionally put up a nativity scene. It was a nativity scene on public property sponsored by the actual government itself. And the ACLU, the Indiana ACLU, in both cases filed suit. We went to the Seventh Circuit Court of Appeals and we won both cases against the ACLU. And that was using the so-called Lemon Test that was right. going back to 1971 in Lemon versus Kurtzman. That was before what happened in 2022. But even under that, we won. We've won cases before 2022 with regards to children in schools where they wanted to sing Christmas carols that included God or the name Jesus, or they were celebrating Christmas like Silent Night, Holy Night. They wanted to sing some very Christian songs and they mm -hmm. were prohibited. We got that reversed. We even had situations where red and green was an issue. In fact, believe it or not, we've had the red and green come back in 2023. You know, it's interesting, Matt, because, okay, red and green is not particularly part of Christmas. I mean, the colors are, but it, nothing it's nothing religious significance to it. But I think they're so threatened by the celebration of Christmas and the celebration of Christ's birth, they're trying to find any way they can to censor it. Yeah, I know. It's just Red I'm, and green, really? You know? <laughs> you know, we had red and green years ago with yeah. uh, red and green elf hats where the school <laughs> would not allow the parents to knit red and green elf hats for their kids for a play during Christmas. Um, and they forced them to do the health hats again. They had to do black and white. We got involved, and fortunately the next year uh, it all got resolved, and that was a thing of the past. And we've also had red and green come up in another school context, and we got that resolved. Mm -hmm. But we haven't seen a red and green for quite a while, until, until 2023. <laughs> yeah. And we have Wauwatosa, no red and green because it's traditional Christmas colors. Yeah, but you can use purple or whatever, purple, green, and blue. Right, but uh, not red and green together. Right. Because it's too traditional. You can have with Christmas. snowflakes or snow people, snow whatever people, that is. Snow people, not snowmen. Yeah, whatever that is, and snow people. And um, so we intervened and sent a demand letter, and what do you know? They 48 turned. hours later, they reversed <laughs> themselves. Yeah. And then we have this Holt Public School in Michigan uh, that also has no red and green, plus they have a whole bunch of other things that we'll talk about on another program, mm -hmm. and we're still working with that one. So the red and green controversies have come back. But at any rate, we were very, very successful in pushing back against the secularization in the public sector, even using the lemon test. Well, in 2022, there was a big sea change. We're still talking about public displays of religious themes and holiday themes regarding Christmas. And in 2022, on May the 2nd, 2022, the Supreme Court came down with our case, Shirtliff versus City of Boston, 9-0, unanimous. And they unanimously rejected the Lemon Test, going but, back know, to 1971. And it's interesting, though, because that case, of course, we defended the Christian flag in City Hall in Boston. And you think, well, how does that have to do with Christmas? But it's all about making, you know, standing for religious expression, symbols, and displays in public. Yeah, but how the Lemon Test has to do with Christmas and how it intersects with the Christian flag and the Christian viewpoints is, 
It was a case, 1971, during the 1970s activist Supreme Court decision. That's the year, that's the decade of Roe versus Wade. This is the decade mm-hmm. of the Lemon Test. It's also the decade where they had the affirmative action case, and it's the decade where they had the case that weakened Title VII mm-hmm. protections for religious expression in the workplace. It was truly an activist Supreme Court at that time. All happened in the 1970s. So the lemon test was used in our case as a defense by the city of Boston as to why they were going to censor a Christian viewpoint but allow every other viewpoint. So the lemon test has also been used to censor nativity scenes and other kinds of religious displays in schools or censor songs. Well, they unanimously rejected it. And then... The next month, in the Coach Kennedy case, citing our shirtlift decision, they finally buried the lemon test. So the lemon test now that has been used for 51 years, up until uh, 2022, 1971 to 2022, is gone. So we have a lot more freedom even before we had in 2022, we have a lot more freedom now. Right. It's a new day. It's a new day because the Supreme Court says that we need to interpret the First Amendment Establishment Clause according to its history. Mm -hmm. But then again, outside of the public expression of Christmas, we have a case that came down in 2023. And that's a case involving Title VII protections regarding religious discrimination. And it returned Title VII back to its original strength protecting people of faith in the workplace that was diluted by a 1977 Supreme Court decision. That Supreme Court decision has now been overruled. And so in the workplace, you have more freedom to be able to celebrate Christmas and have Christmas uh, decorations and so forth in your private workplace as well. And then finally, the naughty and nice list. We launched that in 2003 because the retail market was censoring Christmas trees, they were calling them holiday trees and so forth. So we created a nice list and a naughty list. And you can find out which retail stores are on that list. And I encourage you to give us information as you learn about the retail markets and what they're doing. Let us know if they're acknowledging Christmas or whether they're censoring it, yet taking your money at the same time. Yeah, you have to remember, you vote with your dollars. So if these retail stores are not acknowledging Christ's birth and Christmas, you don't want to give them your dollars. No, so go to lc.org forward slash Christmas. That's lc.org forward slash Christmas. Make sure that the real reason for the season is not censored. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org.